Leveling up. Extreme business growth through raising your game. When what was once extraordinary becomes ordinary, you know you've leveled up. Hello and welcome to the Leveling Up podcast with me, George Swift. The Leveling Up podcast is here to give the personal development, the entrepreneurial development and the business growth that you, the ambitious business owner, desires. I'm here to give you the inspiration, the motivation, but above all else, to challenge your aspirations to take you and your business to the next level. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and never miss an episode. Today, I want to talk to you about boring, boring basics. But basics, they maketh the man, they maketh the woman, and they maketh the success. Way back in episode 34, I did an episode around the same kind of topic and theme. The reason I'm repeating the theme is because I think it's never been more important than where we are now and what we're going into to double down on the basics, double down on the best practices, double down on the things that are proven to work, the things we know work. When you look at any athlete, when you look at any high-performance individual, what you'll realize is they've taken years, maybe even sometimes decades, to hone a set of skills. And whilst from the outside it might look like they have mastered a million things, what you'll realize is actually what they've done is they've mastered a handful of things that get shit done, that make things happen, that create success. It was Bruce Lee that famously said, I fear not the man who has practiced 10,000 kicks once, but I fear the man who has practiced one kick 10,000 times. In other words, if you're a master of one kick, you are more potent a fighting force than if you're someone that's practiced 10,000 kicks just once. This is the same in business. It's marketing. It's in sales. It's in your product services, your delivery. It's in every aspect of your life. It's really tempting because we get bored which is why I've said boring, boring basics. We get bored and we're looking for something to be more exciting. We're looking for something different, something new, something varied. But often the difference between what I call a professional and an amateur in business is the difference between the person that understands the importance of drilling certain basics over and over and over again versus someone else that's looking for the next best thing, the next thing to entertain them, the next thing to distract themselves with for a period of time. In marketing, you know, you dabble with Facebook and you dabble with Instagram and you dabble with LinkedIn and, you know, you dabble with all these other new platforms that are popping up almost every day. And it's possible you're doing it because you're bored of one platform or another. It might be you just seek variety. It might be, of course, because there's so much conflicting information out there. There's so many people telling you what to do in business that you're trying to do everything you possibly can. So you're doing nothing properly. You know, like the the man that practiced 10,000 kicks once, you know, you're doing a post on Facebook every now and again. You're doing a post on Twitter every now and again. You're doing a little bit on Instagram and forgot about it for a month and then came back and maybe put another post up. And, you know, you've dabbled with doing video and you've dabbled with doing one or two lives and all these other different platforms that I keep saying are popping up. You've gone on there and you spent the time to set up a profile and, you know, maybe even gone on courses or programs or follow, followed programs or followed experts' advice. And you're there and you're just trying to make something work. That's all you're trying to do. You're just trying to find the special source, the secret source. You're trying to find, you know, the magic formula, if you like, of what's going to work. And I know why you're doing it. It's not a criticism of you, 
But it is something we need to understand in ourselves that for a number of reasons, a whole variety of reasons, we don't necessarily commit to anything for long enough to really become an expert at it or a master of it in order to really see the potential that that thing has. So there's no question in my mind, by the way, you'd be far better off mastering Facebook than dabbling in 20 social media platforms. There's no question in my mind that you'd be much better off becoming an expert at LinkedIn than you would be dabbling with all the other platforms. You'd be much better off in your business if you really honed your service business or your product into you know, one or two products or one or two services and working on one or two or three different problems and working with one particular type of customer or client, you'd be much better off if you focused yourself like that and you had the discipline to rinse and repeat and rinse and repeat and hone your craft and get better and better and better because then you become a master of something, become an expert of something. And of course, that's when success happens. You're not going to become a successful musician by trying to become an expert at the guitar the bass, the drums. Meanwhile, trying to pick up the violin, the cello, the flute, the penny whistle. You get what I'm saying, right? It's impossible. You'll have a great time playing with all these little toys and you'll have fun, you know, like a kid would have fun diving into the music box. But you're never going to be great at anything. You're never going to get any true result. You're never going to make great music that way. It's the same in your business. You're never going to have a great product if you're constantly dabbling between 20, 30, 40, 50 different products. You're never going to get your marketing sorted if you're dabbling with 20, 30, 40 different ways of marketing or messaging or communicating. You're never going to get successful. You're never going to get great if you're working with 30, 40 different types of customer or even five or six different types of customer. What you want to do is you want to dedicate yourself to something. You know, a footballer dedicates himself to football. A celloist dedicates himself to the cello. A salesperson dedicates himself to sales. A marketing person dedicates himself to marketing. Now, to some degree, as an entrepreneur, a business owner, you are a one-man band or a one-woman band. I get it. You know, you, you kind of have to play all the instruments a bit. And I get that totally. And then what happens, of course, is you grow your business. And then what you do, you reinvest so you get better skill setting. So if you're a band, it's like, well, at the moment, you're playing all the instruments yourself. You're doing an okay job. You're never going to have a hit record or anything. But you might make just enough money to hire yourself a decent guitarist. Or maybe you get enough attention that you can attract a decent guitarist. And then you'll, you know, make a bit more money, have a bit more success. And you'll be able to attract a great drummer. You know, that's that kind of analogy, that kind of metaphor. I'm not saying that's literally how bands pop up, right? But, you know, if you want to really create success in your life, you're going to have to dedicate yourself to something. What are you going to dedicate yourself to? You know, if I'm a coach and I coach kids and I can coach women and I can coach men and I can coach on performance and success and I can coach on businesses, career, I can coach on motivation and drive, I can coach on passion and purpose. Well, all of these things I can do and all these things to some degree are tools that I might bring into what I'm doing but fundamentally, you know, I put my stake in the ground and said, right, this is what I'm about. I'm about getting businesses to 100K plus. I've then created Extreme Growth Masterminds, which is an environment that then takes people that are broken 100K and it challenges them to double their turnover year on year. And we've had people that have started off from, you know, 50K that have gone to over 100K. They've gone into my Extreme Growth Masterminds. From there, they double 
And from there, they can double again. We've had people go from 150 to 350 to 750 to 1.5 million to 2.2 million and onwards, year on year consecutively. I'm not the person that's personally coaching that individual business to a million pound. I've created a product and environment. I've dedicated myself to creating a mastermind and the environments within our masterminds that brings out the best of the collective within that mastermind. We've honed the business around systems and processes, around facilitation. We've done all of that to create environments that help people become much more successful at business. But me, myself, personally, this podcast, for example, is dedicated to helping small, ambitious business owners break that 100K. I want you to level up. I want you to level up as an individual, to level up as an entrepreneur, so that you can level your business up and you can start to create the success that you want to have. The success that I keep saying on this podcast, I believe you deserve, given the hard work that we put in as entrepreneurs, the sacrifices we make, and all the risks that we take on our shoulders. It's a burden running a business. It's a great privilege. It's an amazing experience. But it's not the easy route. It's not for the faint-hearted. And therefore, I believe that anyone that goes down this path deserves every opportunity of creating the success that they wanted when they set up their businesses. So I'm dedicating myself to small, ambitious, service-based businesses. It's who I'm targeting with the podcast. It's who I'm speaking to in my book. It's who I speak to in terms of my content that I put out there. We have success groups, which is a mastermind specifically for those businesses that are under 100K, that want to break 100K. My six-figure fast track are workshops for five-figure service-based businesses, whether they're just starting out at 10, 20K or whether they're doing 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, but they want to hit 100K and I want to help those businesses achieve that inside a year or even less. And it's possible. I've done it. I've seen it. I've, I've made it happen for many people before and I want it for those people as well. So... Whilst I have a business now that has multiple products within it, I actually made a decision many years ago to hone and double down on that marketplace. This is who I am contextually for this particular person. If you're listening to this podcast, if you're following this podcast, this is who you almost certainly are listening to this right now. Do I have clients that are bigger? Yes, I do. I've got clients up to 10 million pound in turnovers. But am I specializing in that, dedicating myself to those people? No. What I do is I create an environment that's dedicated to helping those people. Me, myself, I am doubling down. I'm going all in and have done for many years on those smaller, ambitious, service-based businesses. And it was a tough decision because before that, I used to work with some corporate stuff. I used to do events. I used to love it. It was really varied. It was playful. I used to do empowerment events, firewalks, bar bending on the throats, arrow breaking the throats, walking on glass. You may have seen or heard this. Maybe you've done them yourself in the past. Amazing, empowering events that were great fun to run. I used to go into corporates and help corporates with their sales teams. I used to work with individuals, helping them with their own personal performance. I've worked with sports teams in the past. And every bit of this I've loved and every bit of this I could have mastered and every bit of this I could have become an expert. But the truth matter is I couldn't do all of them. So what I had to do was make my decisions based on my heart, based on my mind, based on economics, based on the whole number of factors. What was it that I was going to go all in in? And to do that, the toughest decision for me was actually what am I going to sacrifice? What am I going to let go of? What am I not going to master? You know, there's 10 instruments you could play. And any one of them, you could take them all the way. You can become a master of any one of them. You can be successful at any one of them. You've got to choose, though, which one. 
And to choose which one, you've got to choose which nine you're not going to master, which nine are you not going to do. And that's sometimes the hardest decision that we can ever make in life. In fact, I always say to people, when people are torn over making a decision, they say, oh, I don't know. Do I want to go here or do I want to go there? I said, that's not your problem. Your problem isn't which one do you want to go to. The problem you're facing is which one do you not go to? I don't know what car to get. Do I go for an Audi? Do I go for a BMW? That's not your problem. If you're tormented over the decision, the decision isn't which one do you want because you already know which one you want. You want them both. The actual torment is which one are you not going to have? You offer a kid two chocolate bars, different flavors, different sizes, different types, whatever. If the child's wrangling with the decision, it's not the decision of which one do they want. The fact they're wrangling means they want them both. The decision actually is which one are they willing to let go of? Which one are they willing to sacrifice? So when you want to create success at anything, you've got to become an expert at something, you've got to master something. And to do that, you have to let other things go. When most people start their businesses, they tend to be jack of all trades and master of none. That's a typical thing to do, right? You then start to work out what you're good at. You then start to work out what sells. You then start to work out what rewards you. You then start to work out who rewards you, which type of client. And if you do this work on an ongoing basis, you start to hone down your offering, your product, your service to a specific audience that maybe has a specific desire or a specific problem that you solve. And then you go to town on this. Instead of spending 40 hours a week working on 10 different things, you spend 40 hours a week working on one thing. That means every week, instead of only getting four hours of exposure to a whole host of different problems or clients or products or services, you get 40 hours, 10 times the input. You get 10 times the learning, 10 times the experience. That is how you become a master. The problem you have, of course, the reason this episode is titled Boring, Boring Basics is because I get it. It can be boring. I get it. It's like I want variety. So what I say to people is get the variety, but get it within the focus of what you're currently doing. So find a way of making what you're doing more entertaining, more fun, more rewarding, but don't go looking outside of that field of focus for that because the moment you do that, you're limiting your potency. You're disempowering what you're putting out there in the world. You're limiting ultimately the success that you can have. So Bruce Lee said it really well when he said this, right? Don't master 10,000 kicks. You can't. Don't even practice 10,000 kicks because you're only going to do them once. What you want to do is you say, you know what? Which is my best kick? Which is my best technique? I described this to someone just the other day. My background, if you haven't listened to these podcasts before or followed me in the past, my background in the distant past includes martial arts training. I was also a martial arts instructor. I've uh, trained fighters. I've trained boxers in the past. And I used to give them the same lesson I'm giving you right now, which is, you know, stop worrying about the loopy flippy kick. Stop worrying about the helicopter kick, the sweep kick and whatever else. There's a handful of moves, a handful of techniques, a handful of kicks, a handful of punches that you need to master if you are going to start winning fights. You're not going to win fights by learning the stuff that you see in films or movies. And you know what? I used to sometimes split my students into categories. And it's a little bit unflattering, but basically I used to call them professionals or I would call them tourists. Not to their face, but behind their backs. And a tourist was basically someone that came in, they wanted to learn kicks, they wanted to do techniques, they wanted to show their mates martial arts, they'd seen some films, a bit of a fanboy, 
and uh, they were always after the next thing, the next move, the next technique. They never stayed for very long. They might stay for a year if I was lucky. More often than not, they might come and do three months, six months, and they get bored. They get bored of doing the same things over and over again, and they wouldn't stick. They wouldn't go the distance. And then I had what I call my professionals, right? My professionals were the fighters that wanted to compete and they wanted to win and they understood that it wasn't about the flying kicks and the looping back fists. It was all about, you know, just having a really good solid left and a right and certain kicks and, you know, honing their their moves and their speed and their agility and their strength and their power and their reach and their distance. Oh my God. You know, and there's only a handful of drills. And yes, we would vary it up and make it fun and you do things like you take it outside for training or you switch up the training. But fundamentally, you were repeating certain basics over and over and over again. Would we play with the other techniques? Of course we would. Would we play with the other kicks and play with the weapons? And Yeah, of course we would. But fundamentally, day in, day out, we would drill the basics over and over again. Sometimes it's boring, I get it. But the difference between the amateur and the professional is the professional understands that they have to have the discipline to show up and do what they need to do over and over again. It's the pianist you know, who comes back to the piano every day for hours a day, every day, week after week, month after month, year after year. And yes, sometimes it's boring and sometimes they don't want to do their scales and sometimes they don't want to keep playing the same songs over and over again. I get it, but they do it anyway. Why? Because they're focused on the end game. They're focused on the goal. They understand that if they're going to make this work for them, if they're going to be successful at this, they have to master it. And you're never going to master it without that kind of attitude, without that focus, without that discipline, the patience, the tenacity, the perseverance by doing the same thing over and over and over again. Think about the army. Think about how they train. They repeat basics over and over and over again. Anything you've ever done in the past where you've become good at it, you had to repeat certain things over and over and over again. And that's the same for anything that we do. We have to repeat it over and over again. So while we're dabbling with Instagram and dabbling with LinkedIn and dabbling with Facebook and dabbling with video and dabbling doing lives and we're dabbling doing blogs and we're dabbling and dabbling and dabbling and dabbling and we're wondering why we're working so fucking hard and getting no result or certainly not getting the result that we deserve from working that hard. You've got to hone your skill. You've got to hone your craft. You've got to pick something to go all in on. And when you go all in on something, then you start to get skilled at it. When you start to get skilled at it, you'll start to get the results. When you then double down on it, you'll start to become an expert at it and you'll start to get bigger results. When you double down again, that's when you start to master something. When you master something, that's where true success starts to happen. But to do that, it requires huge amounts of discipline. It requires you to make some really tough decisions. What am I going to do? But actually, the decision isn't that one. The decision is, what am I not going to do? And it's really hard to do that. And I get it. I see it with all business owners. So if you're a business owner right now and you're falling foul of what I'm saying here right now, not because you're bored even right now, but because you're just trying to find the right thing, you're just trying to do the right thing, that's fine. You can experiment for a while. You can't possibly know what your killer technique's going to be until you've learned enough techniques to enough of a degree to start to see which are your killer moves. How do I know I've got a really big right hand until I've learned to punch my left and my right? How do I know I come across well on podcasting or the radio, or TV, or the stage, or in written format, until I've done enough of all of those things to really show me what I can excel at, or at least show me the choice that I'm making. 
So when you start off your business, I get it. You know, you're meant to experiment. I said to people, experiment fast. Play with things. You've got to see what's going to work for you. Get advice. Ask for help. Seek a mentor. Get a coach. Read some books. But expose yourself to enough things, enough different instruments, if you like, before you can really start to hone in on which ones are you're capable of excelling at. So rather than just picking up the flute and then saying, right, I'm going to master the flute, you probably need to play a bit of the flute and a bit of the clarinet and then maybe a bit of a guitar and a bit of a piano. And at some point, you have to make the decision, which is, right, which one? Which one? As a business owner, you experiment, you play, you dabble. That's part of it. You then start to hone and you start to hone. You hone your client base. You hone your messaging, your marketing strategies, your sales approaches. You hone your service offering, your product offering. You then start to get successful at that. And then what you do is you then start to hire other people. You get other people involved. You outsource stuff. You get other experts involved. And then you might hone in on something even tighter. And then you might get you know, more success, more money. You then start to invest back in your business and you go all in on the next thing. And sometimes it might change. You might have to be the best salesperson in your business initially. And then you might hire salespeople at some point, And then you have to rededicate yourself to being the best CEO you can. It might be at the beginning, you're doing sales, you're doing marketing, you're doing delivery, you're doing your accounts to some degree. Please do not do your accounts, get an accountant, but you know, you might be doing your bookkeeping and then, you know, that's normal. But then when you get some money, you get some resources, you've got to get other experts in. People have dedicated themselves to those elements of business so that you can now dedicate yourself to what you can do best and what's going to help you excel individually that's going to take your business to greater levels of success. So I get it. Sometimes the basics are boring. I get it. Repetition can be boring. I get it. We want variety. I get it. Sometimes we don't even know what we're meant to be doubling down on and mastering. I get all of these things. Depending on where you're at in your own business journey right now will depend on what you should be doing right now. If you're starting off, then you should be experimenting and playing and learning fast. If you're 5, 10, 20 years into your business and you're still dabbling and you're still playing, it's unlikely that you haven't found anything that's working yet. The chances are you've just never committed enough to any one thing for it truly to work for you. Take this information as always, apply it as you see fit. You know yourself, you know your business better than anybody. Everything I say on these podcasts is purely, it's a guideline, it's a challenge, it's a question. I'm trying to alter your perceptions. I'm trying to get you to think differently. And ultimately, I want you to achieve the success that you want to get. If you haven't subscribed to this podcast, please do. I bring out new episodes every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. If you are a five-figure service-based business and you haven't yet hit 100K, so you fall in that category of what I was talking about earlier, I have got the six-figure fast-track webinar, which is available for you right now. It's a masterclass, and it takes you through the six-figure mindset you need to have in place, the six-figure business model, and the six-figure methodologies, the day-to-day activity you should be doing and the stuff you shouldn't be doing that you need in order to take your business to 100K or more in the next 12 months or less. If you want to get yourself onto the six-figure fast-track, go to biggerbrighterbolder.co.uk forward slash fast track you'll also see a link there to our live events i also run this content in longer live format workshops interactive workshops with also one hour of q a specifically to help you 
with the challenges that you're currently facing that are stopping you from being all you can be and achieving all you could achieve. You'll find the link there as well. So get yourself over biggerbrightbottle.co.uk forward slash fast track. You'll see all the information there. There's other resources also in the descriptions. I'll put it all in the description of this podcast episode. I will see you next time. And until then, as always, be successful. Leveling up. Extreme business growth through raising your game. When what was once extraordinary becomes ordinary, you know you've leveled up. 